Um, okay, so everybody, we've had some happy things Halloween happen. special. <laughs> we got the ghost tour that of a lifetime, I think. Ghost tour, ghost experience, mayor of ghost town. Johnny from security. <laughs> if you... Security Johnny. Which, his name wasn't supposed to be Johnny. No. Can't thank... <laughs> it was like Daryl. Can't thank you enough, security Seriously. Johnny. Seriously. Um, made the trip, honestly. So, we earlier this evening went to the front desk to see, you know, if anyone had any ghost stories. And they were like, you know what? Daryl from the night shift, he comes in at 10. Go check with him. He's in security. Yeah, don't ask me because I don't know and I don't want to know. And I don't have any experiences, so don't ask me. (laughs) Fair. If I worked here, I mean, after hearing all those stories, absolutely not. So, um, 10, we record. And it's 10, 30, 11. And we're like, Daryl must be here. So we go down to the front desk. Because I said he gets in at 10. Yeah. And we were like, let's record. Let's get what we have now. We'll come back if we need to. Yep, we need to. So (laughs) we... It's midnight. It's, yeah, we're not sleeping. How can you sleep in a place like this? The energy has shifted so much. Come to the Congress Hotel, but not to have a good night rest. Um, So we go down, and I don't remember her name, but at the front desk, we were like, do you have any ghost stories? And she was like, no, I don't have any. And we were like, is Daryl from security here? We were told that he would have ghost stories. You're you're underselling her. She had bright red hair curly also like six foot three she was a lot she looked like the like mystic from a scary disney movie like she's the mystic from a mary kate and ashley yeah yeah Halloween. she gives us a toothy smile and says let me make a call and but she has an accent i'm not gonna like mimic her accent but it's a very smooth let me make a call so she goes away. Slips behind the desk. For which 0.5 seconds. No one else is back there. No one is back there. And she comes out with a big old toothy grin and a knowing grin of like, I'm about to change your fucking life. And she says, you're going to need to head back to security. No, ma'am. Well, how did you know we were ever at security? So... <laughs> So earlier we ran into this man, Pete, security officer. Pete. We're going to rewind. Yeah, get, yeah. 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 Start from the mid. It's chaotic because it's a chaotic in our brains. Mm-hmm. Um, but we ran into security Pete and God, what seemed so like creepy earlier seems so minimal now. This was like six o'clock, right? Yeah. So it's still it's still daylight. And he gave us a warning. Don't go around looking for stuff in the dark here because you're going to find it. Like verbatim. Like uh, a scary movie said, hey, where who, who are you guys? What room are you in? Yeah. Okay, are you looking for ghosts or something? Don't go looking around in the dark because you'll find things. He was just like, I'm warning you. You're going to find something if you're looking. But... You can't be scared. Why is everyone telling us that we can't be scared? I'm scared. Like, I can, and I am. So, flash forward, we go back to security. It's no longer Pete. And Pete was in a normal security officer outfit. Everyone. Every like security, a mall cop-esque. Every security officer is in the white security shirt and black pants. Not Johnny. <laughs> we walk in after Miss... Um, Mystic herself told us to go back to security, which she shouldn't have known that we were at security ever. (laughs) We went back, and he is sitting, writing something very important on his little desk. Yeah. With a cowboy hat on, and illuminated by only a top 
spotlight. Yeah. Black leather jacket. Missing three fingers. He, uh, well, first of all, we were standing there for a long time and he like didn't acknowledge us. He didn't look up. He just sat, like kept doing his thing. Oh, he, he goes, what do you guys want to know? Yeah. He looks up, pushes <laughs> back <laughs> and says, what do you guys want to know? <laughs> Everything that's happened tonight is the first half of a scary movie. So I'm very scared about the second half of the night. I will be honest with you. I mean, his face is literally like in shadow from the spotlight Seriously, above him and, and his, his cowboy, cowboy hat. <laughs> So, what was the first? So, I just was like, hello, sir. Yeah. (laughs) Showing sign of respect. (laughs) We're like, so we go on many ghost tours, and almost all of them stop right here in front of the Congress. And he nods knowingly. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well. You heard of room 441? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have. We have. (laughs) So. (laughs) He tells, he told us, I don't, I couldn't. I if I had written them down, it probably would have been individually at least fifteen different stories. Yeah, we're gonna pick we're gonna pick our favorites, and they're gonna be in no particular order. Because so this one, yeah. they stick out differently in both of our minds. I think. Yeah. So this one is a scary one, and it's so four four one. We're staying in four fifteen right now, so it's like certain. It's not necessarily the one like that I want to tell or even like discuss at this moment, but I feel like we have to because it was fucking scary. We're obligated, and we we I mean I think we sh- it's literally I don't think anybody else would have had this story. No. So and that's the thing we did look online for what you're supposed to see, like we mentioned earlier, yeah. and it's just like it's not the same as hearing it from someone who's worked here for forty years. And it's also he knew Al Capone's lackey. I, like, what are we gonna do? We have to <laughs> tell you his stories. We. <laughs> This is the episode now. So, so, so 441, uh, I feel like I have to tell the story of that he told us about 441 first, like what everyone sees. So first of all, he just says like, basically, every story that happened has basically been happening like once a week for he, his entire time here. He basically <laughs> said the same thing happens to everyone. So anyone who stays in 441, there's beds and then there's a, a bathroom across from the bed in the right corner of the room and then there's a door to another room and they're all locked they don't open and that is on the right corner next or across from the other bed and so what they say happens every single time someone's in there and he has seen so many people run out of this hotel with their luggage without their luggage with their luggage falling out his (laughs) his office his office yeah. is a wall of computer screens a phone from 1983 yeah and a pens and paper yeah. that's it he drew us all of these diagrams on little pieces of paper and uh, we should have asked kept for him. him but his where he sits he can see the main entrance people coming and going like whoever yeah. comes in he sees them i feel like i could totally see him just like being like uh and then like getting up and being like so what happened to you in there he yeah. said he said he did that like some guys were waiting for a cab outside anyway so what happens in 441 is a shadow will come out of the bathroom, a shadow man, walk a to the half foot of the moon, bed. Yeah, to like the foot of the bed, half moon it, and open the locked connecting door and then close it all the time. Gets calls all of the time about that. He looked at it. It wasn't even like a mic drop moment. He was like. So anyway, here's anyway. my real story. <laughs> so this is what they say happens. This man, how old do you think? security johnny is i have no idea ain't he's hundreds of years old he's a wizard he's traveled time and space and he's seen every single thing come through this hotel he is a portal probably (laughs) 
So that gets back to the story. So 441 is famously haunted. Like you could look it up and they say that. By a shadowy figure. By a shadowy figure. And they don't know how it got here. Um, so these girls, these two teenagers or young ladies. Oh, God. Um, and we do not support Ouija boards. We do not support them. No, if you like us, you know we hate <laughs> Ouija boards. These two girls bring a Ouija board, and they're not staying in the hotel room. They stood, they were outside of the door. We were outside of that door a couple of hours ago. Oh, we, we were Disco- People are staying in there. I don't understand. Okay, so they were outside the door with a Ouija board, and he says that they saw them running down the lobby hallway like someone was chasing them. Oh, my God. And he He's goes, very casual about this. Yeah, and so he calls, like, on security. He's like, hey, what happened? And he was like, his buddy was like, hey, come up here. He walks up. The Ouija board is smashed to, to pieces in front of this door. So he, oh my God. So they bag it up and they toss it out or it's in the office. And the manager at the time, they call him and tell him. And he was like, you guys got to burn it. And they're like, what? Why do we have to burn it? He's like, I'm telling you, you need to burn it. So they go out back and they try how many times? Like six times. Six or seven times. It will not light on fire. It won't light on fire. So then the manager was like, okay, I'll come and do it. And he comes out with a literal like bottle of gasoline. Like a thing. And also tries a couple times and then finally it lit. Um, Hello. So <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I'll never see you again. So that is the story that made me physically nauseous. And that was like story number one. Yeah, that was. We had to stand there for a long time. And I was getting so hot. Okay. I couldn't leave. I was stuck in place. While these stories were happening, uh, I felt it and you felt it. I was getting so hot. But I don't know if my partner felt. Luce, did you feel hot down there? Matt was getting cold. Matt said he had chills. I was getting chills from the stories, but I was so hot to the point where I felt faint. Like, I was wiping yeah. my hands on my pants because I was sweating. I, I just, like, could not believe how hot. And he had a fan on mm-hmm. facing him. He had a leather jacket on. That was crazy. <laughs> okay. So that was my favorite story. My, my favorite? No. My scariest? Yes. One of the most memorable? Yeah. Um, Your turn. I One of the most memorable for me was he said last weekend. Yeah. In the year of our Lord 2022. <laughs> last weekend. There were two Argentinian men who were staying here. And he said that he, again, saw them come up and then back down with their suitcases, kind of, like, freaked out. And he asked him, he's like, what's going on? You know, same, shame. Actually, I'm not doing him justice. He goes, so I says to him, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay. Um, One of the men said that they had unclasped their suitcase, were taking out all of their clothes to put in the closet. And he had taken off his shoes and he heard something loudly tell him, put your shoes back on. Oh, man. He said their stuff was falling out of their bags. That he, they just like threw everything together and yeah. dipped. Like, and that would be me. Oh, for I sure. would leave some of this shit. Goodbye, I, I don't need you. shoes. God Goodbye, uh, you. sheet from the photo shoot. <laughs> Goodbye, my jeans. Goodbye, this mic because it's attached to this table. <laughs> I would actually just rip it off the table. I'm not dis- <laughs> disassembling it. Um, but another one was the story of the bridal party. Yeah. A couple months ago, in the year of our Lord, 2022. <laughs> yeah. No, literally, each one of these, he'd be like... <laughs> sooner and yeah, sooner. Yeah, a couple of things happened. Like, this one happened three weeks ago. This one happened this morning. Yeah, like, 
literally. <laughs> he was like, I actually just got down from a call. Oh my God. Johnny's the man. Johnny's the man. I would trust Johnny with my life. My life. With your life. <laughs> um, but the bridal party who was here, I, you know, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong because he did tell me 100 million stories. For sure. And all of them equally terrifying. Yeah. Some of them more terrifying. They, you know, there is a spooky, you know that this, if you look up the Congress, you know that it's the most haunted hotel well, in, in Chicago. Chicago. The most haunted building. So you come here knowing that there, there's a vibe. They were, I know, I keep hearing noises from that, that door. We're on the fourth floor with the most haunted room in the building. Yeah. So it is a little bit scary. Yeah, and obviously after these stories were told to us, the energy shifted because yeah. we we were open. Our eyes were open. Um, my mind is closed, but my <laughs> eyes are open. Well, they were taking pictures of each other or, you know, just taking pictures of the bridal party. One of them has their hands to the window. No, so it was by the elevator. Right. Remember the elevators we got off and the window was, like, on that wall? They all had their back, like, they were up against the window. So all right. of their backs uh, were against the window. Right. And she was taking a picture of them. So, they so there was a, a man behind them waving in the window. Waving and smiling as if he was, like, behind the girls. Okay, so I'm mixing this up with the negligee one again. Yeah. Um, which is a different story about two women who came running down the set. Everybody leaves. Everybody's gone. I do not... I would not be surprised if we leave early morning time. We're going to sleep with the lights on. You're going to go to sleep? I feel like I could. I grew up in a deeply haunted home, Kel. Uh-uh. You did not. Uh-uh. Should we have our caffeinated number one creeps? Yeah, we have our number one caffeinated creeps here, and they were also a part of the story listening hour. So we want them to tell us their favorite because there were literally 15. Do so so you guys each have the ones you like? Yeah, come on over here. Okay. Well, pep in your step would be nice. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Luce. You may have heard of me. I'm Matt. We are... <laughs> we are the number one caffeinated baddies. Absolutely. <laughs> the bad bean, if you will. The bad beans. And we have been along for this uh, adventure. The spooky stuff might not be our first choice of thing to do, no, but uh, we love our partners, and so we're here. For support. <laughs> you said for support? No, force. No, force. Yeah, sounds very, very accurate. Um, Matt, you want to take it off? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Luce. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so one of my favorite stories uh, was... So he had this coworker that he was with. I think he said he worked for with him for like seven years mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I guess this guy was like a real deal mobster. Like he worked with Al Capone. Mm-hmm. He was and, in security. He was working security. Right, right, and right, right. He was like 94 years old. Yeah, well, I mean. You not know. not when Al Capone was alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he was a dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. Um, but something, I guess, happened, and the coworker of his would never go onto the north side tower on the third floor, and the guy wouldn't tell him, wouldn't tell Johnny that is uh, what was going on, like why he wouldn't do it. He just wouldn't talk about it. On his deathbed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It at was the literally hospital, the guy's Johnny in the hospital. Johnny goes to visit and asks him, "All right, like I have to know what, like why won't you go there?" And the guy finally confesses that. One time he was locking up in a room, like I guess he had, you know, gone in there 
Does security go into rooms normally? I don't, I don't know. I think it was a, like an event room. I think it was mm. when Al Capone was, when his headquarters were here, when he was, you know, on doing his shit. Mm-hmm. On the third floor, he said something about a rendezvous room. Yeah. And I'm assuming... It's the room outside the gold room. Right. So I'm assuming that's their meeting space, the meeting room that they would meet at. So... Yeah, so... An encounter that this... This guard, he as he's going to lock up the room, he feels something brush down his arm. Like, not, not like that's not creepy enough. In his ear, he hears a woman's voice whisper his full name. I'm sobbing off camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. it's horrifying. We were in the rendezvous room. That's disgusting. That's a great first choice. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I think it was after that story that I realized that we were not going to go exploring again no. after all the, hearing all these stories. I thought, we, like, like I I was fully... I thought we were going to go I was going to be like, alright, Johnny, we're going to go see what we can find. We'll be back. Mira, don't start. So, <laughs> so that's right. Um, no, that's disgusting. Another story that this missing three-fingered man told us. I really wanted to ask him, but like, I, that's rude. I know, but like, what happened? I like. I kept was it ghost related? Was yeah. it? I was like, did was they get? I was like, well, this, he, you he's know, he's a bona fide like ghost person. Absolutely, he was doing stuff like that outside of working here. Definitely. So like. Also, that's probably why he's working here. Yeah. Yeah. A psychic that comes here regularly to be like, yeah, this person, (laughs) this is what happened. (laughs) Johnny is the man. And Johnny told us about what you guys already mentioned the women in their negligee. Oh, I didn't tell it though. Um, These women were just walking down the hallway. I don't know where they were going. And maybe to the vending machines. And all of a sudden, they were in an empty hallway by themselves and they heard a man's voice behind them saying move 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 and instead of you know moving to where like their room i think i would have gone back to the room they ran out of the hotel across the street on michigan avenue to the little park that's there and stayed there for lord knows how long because they did not want to come back in here but literally in the middle of downtown chicago and these these women are running out in their underwear they're so (laughs) afraid yeah i think one of the creepiest stories he told us was about the little boy the little boy who's here, um, not here actually right now, um, but in this not hotel. Invited. Not invited. No one's invited in this podcast. Um, <laughs> except for us. Except for us. But the little boy, I think, was really scary because um, the infamous story of his mom tossing him and his brother out the window and then committing suicide herself. Yeah. Um, and so what we didn't know. We thought that, like, when we were reading, we saw that uh, the body, the six-year-old boy's body, like, just disappeared. Like, I had assumed they couldn't find it after, you know, she out the window. Right. I mean, it... <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, like... What was I doing again? Out the window. And so, you know, I was when like... sucker cup lets go literally. the leg. So, I'm like, oh, little demon, like, you know, just mm-hmm. dragged it out, you know, from the building. But Johnny informed us that... The bo- all three bodies were placed in the coroner's vehicle to take to the city morgue. And upon retrieving the bodies from this vehicle at the morgue, there were only two bodies in the car. Yeah. And they, to this day, don't have never recovered the six-year-old's body. And so the psychic that Johnny's <laughs> best friends with 
told him that he thinks that the boy is looking for his body, which is why he's still here. Which is really and sad. Thank you guys so much for that. That was great. <laughs> You're <laughs> very welcome. Do appreciate our caffeinated creeps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, caffeinated baddies. Okay. There we go. So, um, I just wanted to share, like, a personal experience that had happened. Wow. Moments ago. Moments ago and also, like, maybe an hour ago. So, uh, we came back after these stories. A little hype. Right, right, right. And... The air is electric. It's electric. Um, Tamara and Luce go to the vending machine to go get something. Yeah. And... (laughs) Matt and I are chilling here, and he's starting to tell me a little creepy story that he promised he'd tell me in the morning because I'm too scared to hear it. And then we're talking about other stuff, and we start talking about basically, like, our favorite stories and, like, oh, it's really cool, like, that we got new information, stuff that was, you know, similar to what we read online, but, like... Personal. Intimate. Intense. Yeah. Somebody was live. The backstories were more detailed, so it's, like... It's, like, skepticism versus, like, oh, this is, yeah, like, this guy is not a homeless person. It's not this. He was a judge and he lived here. It was, like, factual, you know? Mm. Um, so then we started talking about the little boy. And Matt started saying something about it. And I was just listening, just sitting there. And he then abruptly stopped and he said, oh, yeah, like, we don't have to talk about it right now. That's cool. We can talk about it later. And, like, I was very confused because he stopped in the middle of a word. And I was like, oh, okay. (gasps) And he was like, well, I mean, I mean, you just shushed me. So, like, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. And I was like, no, I didn't. And he was like, it was literally in my left ear, Ugh. the one I was inches from, and I did not hear a shush. <clears throat> so then right now, when Luce was telling the story of the little boy. So Luce started talking about the little boy, and in my right ear, I heard someone go, shh. Rich, no. That's why we were like, yeah. over here to the side. We were just sitting on this, like, let me not interrupt, but also. So also maybe we should stop talking about that one, I think would be good. I wonder if we caught it on camera. I don't know, but um, that's horrifying. Yeah. Um, oh my God, he said oh my that God. is so true. He Thank like, you for my good luck. Lo- he was like, third local floor. floor, you got it, baby. <laughs> you don't gotta go far, queen. He called me queen. Just kidding. No, you didn't. But actually, that would be amazing. It felt like he was out. calling us all queen. <laughs> um, he told us about how the third floor is haunted. Yeah. Room four seventy six. Is where yeah. the judge was. Apparently a judge um, was living here and he just died in his room like normal, but he had like a peg leg. And so now his ghost can be seen here. Um, and that was one story. Yeah. Women were like walking around this dude. Um, the two stories that are about him that are on the internet is that it's possible that he was just a guest here and he had a heart attack in the dining area downstairs. And then the other story is that he was a homeless man who got killed in the back alley. The real story is that he was a judge who lived here and just died in a sleeper, died on the property. Um, but yeah, he roams around in a brown pinstripe suit. And these women, he said two weeks ago, were walking down the hall. And like the guy was moving slow. So they walked around, they looked back, and his face was pale, pale. like white, ghost white. With dark under eyes. Dark under eyes and dark over eyes. And he said the same thing about the other ghosts that we're not going to talk about. Right. Um, so, yuck. 
Yuck and is scary. Right. And he was like saying stuff like, it's just, you know, he's worked here forever and the stuff is so common. Like he said, they get calls. He all was telling the him, time. like, you would tell, like, you would tell, like, oh, somebody called you. Yeah. And he said, normally, he was like, it was weird because, like, normally he stays in the North Tower, but they saw him in the but South this Tower. Man and knows I was like, them by name. And I, th- it's, it's, he's been here, he's been working here so long. I mean, Pete, from the beginning of the story, has been here 25 years. So I can't even years, imagine yeah. how long Johnny's been here. I simply Johnny cannot. has been in the tunnels under the hotel that go all the way to 77th. And if you're not from Chicago, I encourage you to look at a map. It's very far. <laughs> from the Congress to 77th. What else did he And he think? said he, he popped up in another hotel from, and there's railroad tracks he told us about cemeteries that we have to visit. Also, just really cool Chicago history, honestly. Yes. He said, like, during the war, they would hide ammunition down there. Yes. And then just, like, move it to other parts of the city if they thought we were going to get attacked. And then he taught us some really dope shit about Al Capone. The reason they couldn't catch him on anything is because he'd never, never say, said it. like, oh, yeah, get this guy. He'd invite them to play cards and then do, like, hand, hand gestures or, like, touch something on his lapel or on his face and then the people who were in charge of getting rid of that person would just know so no one could ever catch anything like i didn't know that so he went down uh, you know obviously you can google it but he went down for tax evasion because they couldn't get anything else because they're like i don't understand how is he running this operation i thought that was pretty cool that was really 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 cool basically he was the coolest person ever i mean he knew some he knew one of this uh, man was a a well of lore of mysticism (laughs) I don't I even know like if he's he was real. Like, I are gonna go to, down. They're gonna be like Johnny who? <laughs> His name wasn't supposed to be Johnny. <laughs> Originally, the the front desk lady was like, "You want to talk to Darren?" And I was yeah. Like, what the fuck is Darren? Oh my. And then gosh. we get down there and they're like, "You don't want to talk to little Johnny. You want to talk to big Johnny." Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess. He's so. like, I've seen stuff, but you gotta talk to him. So anyway. Anyway, any whoozle. Mm. That was great. Halloween special part two. We're going every week now, ladies and beans. Our caffeinated creeps. creeps. Which shout out to Northern Gothic True Crime for that name. Shout out for that name. Shout out to them for them wanting to send us coffee. Seriously so cool. Just being dope. She called us caffeinated creeps that'll make you laugh in the caption of her picture. And we are taking it. We are taking it. We didn't know. We were like, do we our little beanie babies? Like that's (laughs) copyrighted. What do we say? So thank you to Northern Gothic. Gothic True Crime. We are stealing that name. The loving nickname you gave to us. We have to come up with one for them yeah. later on. Let they, me Give me some thinking time. Yeah, nope, I can't thinking think time. <laughs> <laughs> My mind's full of just ooky spookies. My mind is scared. I'm and scared. And we have to sleep here tonight. I'm not sleeping. And I... I hate it. Yeah. I'm ready for breakfast. And on that note... <laughs> please like subscribe rate and comment on wherever you listen that helps us out so much we are on uh, tiktok reddit instagram and um youtube yeah anyway thanks for spilling the ghoul bee <laughs> <laughs>